Good morning, it's Friday the 14th of October, it's World Egg Day. Happy birthday, Cliff Richard, Steve Coogan, Usher and Ralph Lauren. The funerals of the sixth and seventh victims of the Creasley explosion took place on Thursday in Donegal. Martina Martin, a mother who worked in the shop, is survived by her husband Derek and their four children. And mourners heard tributes paid to her quick wish and the abundance of love she had for her family. Martina was a beautiful person. Her beauty inside radiated in that kind of cheeky, can I say cheeky, mischievous smile uh, which flowed out to you uh, when you met her. She, she was the voice of reason when others were hurting. President Michael D. Higgins, who stayed on in Chrysler, attended her funeral along with members of the Defence Forces as two of her sons serve. The second funeral on Thursday was for Leona Harper, aged just 14, who'd gone into the petrol station to buy an ice cream. Her funeral was attended by her schoolmates and her family, and Father Michael Carney spoke of her many interests, including supporting Liverpool and taking up boxing because of Kelly Harrington's success. We are lost in a fog of grief and sadness so painful it hurts the scale of the tragedy is so unimaginable it's almost unreal and then names and faces and stories and yarns make it all so very real In the UK, pressure continues to mount on Prime Minister Liz Truss to reverse further measures from last month's controversial mini-budget. But Chancellor Kwasi Kwarteng has been busy defending the planned tax cuts at the International Monetary Fund Summit in Washington. Speaking to UK media at Thursday's event, he acknowledged the mini-budget caused some disruption to the economy, but says he's going to plough on regardless. My total focus is on delivering on the mini-budget and, sure, and making sure that we get growth back into our economy. That's the central prize. That's the main focus. And you'll be Chancellor and Liz Truss will be Prime Minister this time next month? Absolutely, 100%. I'm not going anywhere. But even as he was putting on a brave face, he also left the US for a late-night flight back to the UK. As Downing Street rumours suggested, there'll be a U-turn on corporation tax. It's just a question of when. Shadow Culture Secretary Lucy Powell says it's impossible for the government to maintain current levels of public spending while supporting massive tax cuts. Quasi Quarteng and the Prime Minister can put the finger in their ears and say it's all okay, we'll carry on as normal and we'll all continue to pay for that or they can do the responsible thing and listen. Thursday saw Ukrainian forces make major advances in the Russian-occupied Kherson region, with Kremlin-appointed Kherson leader Vladimir Saldo calling on Moscow to help civilians evacuate the area. It's significant as Kherson is the only regional capital that's been captured by Russian forces since they began their invasion of Ukraine in February. Meanwhile, EU diplomat Joseph Borrell issued a stark warning to Russian President Vladimir Putin that he risks annihilation of his forces by the West if he uses nuclear weapons against Ukraine. It comes as NATO General General Secretary Jens Stolenberg pledged the organization's ongoing support for Ukraine at a defense minister's meeting on Thursday. We will stand by Ukraine for as long as it takes. We will step up our support and in particular we will provide more air defense systems to Ukraine.
Thursday was another no good day for Donald Trump. The Supreme Court rejected his appeal on the Mar-a-Lago classified goodie bag case and the January 6th committee made him their focus in what may be their final hearing. They showed new evidence, including video footage of Nancy Pelosi phoning the acting Attorney General and several governors in an attempt to get the National Guard to intervene and stop the riot. There was also new detail from Secret Service emails and internal memos that showed the plan was to steal the election long before the election election ever took place. Finally, the committee's co-chair Republican Liz Cheney put forward a motion. That the committee direct the chairman to issue a subpoena for relevant documents and testimony under oath from Donald John Trump. The nine committee members then voted publicly on the summons which Trump will presumably battle through the courts. Mr. Chairman, the clerk will report the vote. Mr. Chairman, on this vote, there are nine ayes and zero noes. So to come on the Smart 7 Island edition, Man United struggle in the Europa League and the big winners for the National Television Awards. Right after this. Welcome back. Thursday night saw Europa League action with Arsenal heading to Norway's north and Manchester United welcomed Cypriot team Omonia Nicosia. Arsenal kicked off early and came away with a 1-0 win over Buda Glimt. That puts them top of their group and in sight of the last 16. Manchester United faced a side who were sixth in Cypriot Premier League but they made hard work of it. The game remained scoreless until the 92nd minute when Scott Tomine managed to break the deadlock and squeeze out a victory for Man United. It leaves them with work to do in the group and manager Eric Ten Hag was putting on a brave face after the game. Football is about scoring goals and we created so many chances but yeah, uh, ball uh, we didn't net uh, only one time but was enough for the win and we are happy with that. He may be an Oscar award-winning actor, but Eddie Redmayne is just like the rest of us at heart. The Theory of Everything star appeared on James Corden this week to promote his latest movie, The Gold Nurse. And while he was there, he revealed his obsession for the ultimate British reality show, Love Island. Apparently, he was bored while filming Fantastic Beasts. I sort of happened to go on to like watch Love Island. It became like a hardcore addiction, which I kept to myself right. until one evening at dinner, someone was talking about it, and I couldn't help but like, oh my god, yeah, I'm Chris and Ken. And there got called for a chat. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Hannah, chat. my wife, looks at me going like, what? Thursday night saw the rescheduled UK National Television Awards take place at Wembley Arena. There was no ant on deck as they both have COVID, but that didn't stop them picking up the first award of the night for I'm a Celebrity. Martin Lewis won the Expert of the Year award for his money-saving crusade. King Charles popped up on video and despite stiff competition from Alison Hammond, Anton Deck won Best Presenter for the 21st year in a row. Alison did get an award along with Phil and Holly for Best Daytime Show and Sir Lenny Henry picked up a special recognition award to honour his nearly 50-year career in television. He spoke about representation and how being a role model made a difference and he's certainly got range too. I've been an impressionist, a genie, a Brixton DJ, a chef, a pretend white bloke, a weird shrunken head thing on a Harry Potter bus, a Doctor Who villain, a broad church suspect and now I'm a goddamn black Irish hobbit. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7am. Have yourself a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Dogs. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.